They're not revolting against, I don't want to work anymore. They're revolting against, I don't want to work for you. Business is a team sport and an investment in the right team will always yield great results. It's protection of my team. That's your role and that's your duty in my view is, is to be empathetic. What are some of the things that you've done to take care of your team? Part of the journey of being a business owner is knowing when you can't do everything, which was a big challenge for my business partner and I. When we started our practice, um, we, we thought we could do it all. And then we realized with the amount of uh, work that we want to do and the value we want to give back to our client or customer, um, we can't do it all. And we're not the best at everything. And so we had to expand our team. This is going to be the era, the next whatever, 5, 10, 15 years. The Brene Browns, the Simon Sinek's, those thought leaders are starting to sink in that we need to bring humanity back. And what we're losing is that Jack Welsh, that shareholder value at all costs sort of mentality, which I think the Harvard Business Review would say those were flawed operating models. So do you think that it's turning to become more employee-centric yes. environments? For the brands that are going to win. We really look up to, to companies like Patagonia, yeah. you know, who were trailblazers in, in the sense of, you know, they were the first company to offer uh, paid-for daycare for, for all the parents of the company. They could bring their kids to work and have free childcare, you know, and I, I love that idea. So it is possible. You have to make it a priority. The idea of culture, the idea that goes back to that relationship and make sure to check in with everyone. How are you feeling? Work aside, local owner aside, everything going okay? Yeah. You know, is there anything we can do to help? With all the different issues from mental health, we're talking about post-pandemic mental health issues, we're talking about healthcare concerns that people have, the issues of, of our loved ones that we have to be worried about. What do you think are the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs and what they have to deal with when it comes to not only their own mental health, but others as well, family members, employees, fellow colleagues in business, how do they how do they handle that going forward now? Starting with taking care of your own, because you're no good to anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. And prioritizing time to do things to be resilient. And are you coming in not just with the ability to bounce back, but are you coming in with a full gas tank? Like Jen said, I put on my oxygen mask on first so that I can help mm -hmm. everyone else. And and um, I do that by being part of a bigger supportive network, which is entrepreneurs organization. I get a lot because it's fun when it's great, but it's lonely and it's extra lonely during COVID because you, we're dealing with situations every day that we never even, there's no playbook for it. So yeah. we're making up that playbook as we go along. So I have to look at the welfare of my team first, which then as CEO went, yeah, this isn't a year for growth, even though we are coming out of this very strong, it's protection of my team so that because they're already hurting and they're in pain. So I have to make sure that we're putting in things in place for our team to get past what has happened in the last couple of years. I need them to all know that if they're feeling overwhelmed or if there's something going on, that I need them to come to me. And I have that conversation with them on a daily basis. As soon as you have hired other people, the onus is on you to make sure that the, their welfare is. And um, also, we pay attention to that. And I feel that that's a strength that women as leaders have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yeah. I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> that's your role and that's your duty, in my view, is, is to be empathetic so that you can respond in a, in a logical and compassionate manner.
What are some of the things that you've done in your dental practice to take care of your team? Make sure that they can do stuff better at home when they're working with you. They spend so many hours with you, but they still need to take care of their families and their friends and learning how to take care of themselves so that they can show up to work at 100%. So we close all of our offices for one day a year. We have a, uh, somebody coming in to talk a little bit about some finances from the credit counseling. Um, we have a nutritionist coming in. We have a Pilates instructor to talk about body positioning and how to take care of yourself. I remember when I started working at a job, the boss said to me day two, you should be lucky to be here. You should be privileged to be working for me. That didn't and after that, I'm like, I'm never going to work for somebody ever again. Um, and so, but the shift was, you are now working for me. You should feel fortunate enough that you have a job, so on and so forth. That shift is, well, you should be lucky that I'm the employee, that I'm working here, that I'm contributing. And that shift is happening. But I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that are going to still have that old school mentality. We're seeing a bit of a renaissance right now. Even myself, speaking personally, I think I was a better boss than I was a leader. Because I think as a boss, I was very task-centric, very numbers-driven, and I churned through relationships and people in a way that I now have a lot of regret about. Okay. And I think that coming through the pandemic with this awakening of what people want to spend their time doing, what's an appropriate amount of time, what companies do I want to align myself with, they're not revolting against I don't want to work anymore. They're revolting against I don't want to work for you. Yeah, that's probably the hardest part of any president, owner, entrepreneur when they get past, I think, five or six employees is how do you have that passion kind of filter through. To me, it's about the dream and it's about the values. You know, people work for a lot of different things. Money is one of them, but it, it is, my experience, not the most important. People want to be a part of something and respected and valued. People want to lend their talents. It's about growth. We ask them, where do you want to be in three to five years? Like truly, where do you want to go? Because we want to help get you there. Yeah. And if it's in this company or it's outside these walls, we do our best to make sure that they achieve their career goals. And we're very upfront in saying that role doesn't exist here and probably won't. But we do know other companies that have that. And I will personally call those CEOs or presidents to advocate on your behalf. So establishing a career guideline and then saying, okay, this is what we need from you in the role. This is what you need from us to support your career growth. That together is a really good combination. Smaller businesses that haven't earned that reputation are going to have to do a lot more. And it's probably going to be in the form of signing bonuses, relocation. And so that's a lot more overhead. And can your financials absorb that? And then what if they leave in two years, mm -hmm. right? And or so less. then like, how do you keep them around to justify that front-loaded ROI. We're starting to see employment contracts that mimic sporting athletes, mm -hmm. where it's like come in for a three-year term and it's backloaded so that, but we just kind of understand that I'm not expecting you to be here forever. We're going to have a new agreement mm -hmm. every couple of years where we're going to renegotiate what this actually looks like. And I don't think many HR departments are well-equipped for that sort of employee empowerment where they're the prize to be won. That's what business owners don't understand, that there's going to be a big shift. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button for more from the Carmali Exchange. And you can also follow me on social media at Faisal Carmali, where we can continue the business conversation.